Hardwired for Life. And he, but, but then what he was talking about is he ran into these guys that were giving advice, and it was the metaphysical stuff, and he says it was really deep. But it was still without Jesus. How we are actually co-creating with God, and therefore we can then engage in it yes. in a proactive way yes. to, to create our lives and our change our own glory atmospheres, mm -hmm. bringing down stuff from heaven to mm -hmm. earth like we're, mm -hmm. we're called to do. Welcome Kingdomites. That's Jenna Rowling. And that's Sharon Lucy. And today we are, well first of all we're just trying to get awake. comfortable and awake. Um, it is Monday morning. We say that almost every time we record. It's Monday morning. We have our coffee. The, everything's right in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, we, just a little housekeeping. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that at, at any time, if you have any concerns, comments, if we goof up in any way, because, you know, we do that, it's okay. Um, Go ahead and shoot us an email at hardwired365 at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll address that because we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to be that way. Um, and then I wanted to mention that we do have a website. It's hardwiredforlife.com. And from that website, you can, you can connect to our Hardwired for Worship website as well which is our um, educational section. It's our school, our, our art school. And um, what else do we have here? Oh, and you can go to Facebook. We're on Facebook as well, Hardwired for Life. You can look for us and please join us. Uh, join our page, like our page. That would be awesome. And we also have an Instagram and Twitter account as well. And again, they're just Hardwired for Life. And I wanted to introduce that we have a Patreon account now. And so I'd like to ask you guys to become a patron for as little as $5 per month to support us in making um, our podcasts. And um, in doing that, when you become a member or a patron at Patreon, uh, you get some free PDF booklets that we've written and exclusive access to the first module of our new Foundations of Love online course, which is now available, which I'm really excited about. And you can link to information about that from our uh, website. So, uh, yeah, so that's there. Um, and the last housekeeping thing is that we'd like for you to email us. Again, it's hardwired365 at gmail.com with your risky faith story. So, a, and we'd really love to share your stories. So a risky faith story is something where you needed to trust God and, um, and you did or you didn't. I don't know how the story went, but we'd like to know what happened. Uh, it's just those moments where you hear God and you're like, oh, I've got to do this, but I, I don't know about this. Um, so we'd really like to hear those stories and share them on, on the air. Yeah. 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 That was a breath. <laughs> I know. I'm like housekeeping forever. And I, I pro you probably should have done that <laughs> because I, I need to do more talking. And I'm like, ah. 
<laughs> it's just one of those mornings, I guess. So, how are you doing, Sharon? I'm good. I'm awake. I think we have snow on the mountains. Yes. I found some pictures online, beautiful pictures of Newport Beach and our mountains in the background. Gee, really? Serious. Oh and my gosh. somebody else took a picture of San Gabriel Mountains further yeah. away from us here to the west. And uh, they have all the mountains and all the buildings, the LA buildings, this downtown oh, LA wow. with all the snow behind with the them. Mountains. Yep, that was amazing. That is clear. I it love photography be. and nature, so yeah, mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. I was like, oh yeah. That's we do awesome. get snow here. <laughs> we do. Occasionally. Our favorite place. It's up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually it's like a twenty minute drive from, from here where we're at right now. Yeah. We can get up to the snow, snow in the mountains. Super fast. And then we can go to the beach, which is like forty minutes. Yep. And it's like I don't know. And there's we're, Palm Springs. We're bragging for yes. living in SoCal, I guess. <laughs> we wouldn't I live anywhere it. else. We're so spoiled. No, we are spoiled. So what here. do we have this morning? What are we talking about this morning? We are talking about vulnerability. Oh. I know, huh? Get the Kleenex out. Get the Kleenex. Vulnerability. So, um, one, and I'd really like to, to point you guys in this direction. There's a woman, you may know her already, her name's Brene Brown, and that's spelled B-R-E-N-E, -E, Brene Brown, and she has a short, like, 20-minute uh, video on YouTube about vulnerability, and it's really awesome. I've listened to it several times, actually, uh, because there's just, it's rich. It's a TED Talk that she did, Amen. and it is just rich with information. So I, I took some notes from that and then added some of my own stuff that I want to talk about as far as vulnerability. So one of the most important things, and Sharon, jump in at any time, mm -hmm. uh, is connection. And ah, okay. we are here on this earth for connection. Yes. You know, God made us to connect with him and he made us to connect with others. And so... Um, but to do connection, we have to have vulnerability. Yes. There is, um, you know, with connection as our purpose, it's important that we work through all of the challenges related to relationships and how we connect. Um, it, it's critical. It really is. We can't be lazy about this. Um, sometimes... That's, that's my alarm on my phone saying, take medicine, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, connecting is super important as far as our connection with God, uh, growing with God. We can't be lukewarm anymore. And Sharon and I have talked about that before. Yes. So working on these things, you know, just by you guys listening to our podcast, it's like, you know, that shows that you're willing to do something. You're willing to make some sort of change in your life. And we thank you for that, for one. And we thank God for that. Um, because he is going to change us. I say us because as we teach, we learn. And so I, I'm really excited about this. Now, if we look at connection, one of the very underlying um, issues is shame. And uh, Brene Brown actually defines shame as this. 
Shame is the fear of connection, which I thought oh, was really perfect. Yeah, I thought that was really great because, I mean, shame. Oh man, shame gets in the way. Yeah. It just gets in the way of our being able to be connected, to have relationship. And shame can come from so many things. Um, we guilt and shame ourselves really poorly. I mean, we do it a lot. Um, and some of it is not even conscious. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that we have these, uh, especially people who have grown up with some challenges in their life, we have this automatic sort of shame button that gets pushed mm -hmm. and then before we know it we've got all this shame and we're disconnected from people and we begin to isolate and mm -hmm. the depression comes and all of this stuff that really gets in the way of our relationships um, so what I as a solution to this I want to talk about being enough ah. and being worthy yes so, you know, attaining worthiness is, is kind of a strange thing. Uh, we learn that we are worthy or we're not worthy, and we learn that through actions and uh, reactions in our relationships. We begin to think that we're not worthy, and um, sometimes we look at the, the vastness or the greatness of God, and we think, you know, I'm just a little ant on this little planet, mm -hmm. and how am I possibly going to be worthy? Yeah, and you know, as we're sitting here, what I'm hearing the Lord say at the moment is we discount ourselves mm -hmm. in the worthiness department. For sure. Well, I'm not, okay, women, I'm speaking to you. I'm not as pretty as her. I don't have the right husband. I don't go to the right church. I don't hear God the way you do. I don't shop in the same stores you do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we use that as our measuring stick instead of believing and accepting what God says about us and what, what we bring, how we bring it, how we interact with family and friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're really bad here in Southern California. Oh yeah. It's yeah. If you, it, honestly too, if you didn't grow up here and understand the culture, you'd have a really hard time living here. Um, yeah, you just, I'm going to give an example. I feel like I need to give an example um, just to give you an idea of how much we're, uh, our brain is tainted. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Southern California uh, being a water baby, water skiing at the beach and all those things. So basically I grew up in a bathing suit. Okay, so I, I've heard people come from other states that it, the climate is colder. So they're not used to seeing bare arms and legs and things. And if you're gonna start measuring your body type according to that, then you're in for trouble. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're talking about. How are you comparing it? And I'm saying that to say, what are we comparing in the vulnerability department? It's not a cool thing to do for yourself. No, it's not. And when you do it, you mm -hmm. feel guilty and shameful. Yes. Because you know you're judging yourself yes. based on someone else. Yes. And, you know, then all that stuff comes. It's just, it's not yes. good. So when we talk about um, worthiness, 
I actually have a few scriptures here that I wanted to read. Um, so the first one is in Matthew 3.11 where John the Baptist is talking to Jesus. And he says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is more powerful than I. I am not worthy to remove his sandals. He himself will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So he was talking about Jesus. I think I said he was talking to Jesus. He was talking about Jesus and how he's not worthy to even like touch his feet, basically. And then we have here another one. Uh, this is Matthew 8, 8, where the centurion is asking Jesus to heal his servant. So he says, Lord, the centurion replied, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be cured. So he, you know, the centurion is like, I'm this, you don't have to worry about me. Like, I'm not a part of this. Just please heal my servant. And I know you can do it from wherever you're at, which is a huge faith um, story. And then we have Matthew 10, 37 that says, um, and this is Jesus. It says, the person who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. The person who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And then I have um, Ephesians 4.1, and this is uh, Paul. And he says, Therefore I, the prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you've received. So, and this is just, you know, these four scriptures, you can see that some of them are like, we're not worthy, and some of them are saying, we are worthy. Right. And that sounds confusing in scripture. It does. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so because of that, I think for for some of us who grew up with the cup half empty, mm-hmm. um, you know, we will gravitate toward those scriptures that say that we're not worthy and we will internalize those. And it becomes um, something that then tells you that you're not good enough. Yes. So, and you can uh, fill in the blank here. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, you know, young enough. I'm not healthy enough. You know, you can just fill in that blank. And everybody has experienced that thought, I'm not enough. Um, But the fact is, is that we are in Christ Jesus and we are made in God's image and therefore we are enough and we are worthy because of what Jesus did, because of the, the covenant that we have with him, the new covenant for gosh, for everything he did on the cross, we are worthy. We're spotless and clean. And there's so many ways that that Mm -hmm. scripture says we're worthy and yet Mm -hmm. it's difficult to internalize, but we have to be, we have to get this into a place where we own that we are enough and we are worthy in order to uh, remain vulnerable. Yes. Yes. Because vulnerability is also humility. Yes. Yes. And I think the other thing that I used to look at during all the healing process, the deliverance and healing, you know, deliverance is really easy. Healing's the hard part because you have to let God touch those heartstrings, you know? Um, however, I believe that um, when we let him in there to touch those heartstrings, 
he heals us to a certain degree, but then we still have to have a pliable heart. And that's the vulnerability. Yes. Because we st we're still going to have some weaknesses there. We have a lot of restoration with the Holy Spirit in the healing, but then we still have to be pliable, which means we, we still need to be available for people yeah. to come into our world and show our weakness. Right. Um, one more thing that Brene Brown said is that connection means we must be seen. Yes. Yes. In other words, we meet, we have to be courageous. Yes. And we have to just know that we're imperfect in, yes. in whatever ways we're imperfect. Um, which I kind of have a challenge with that word only because we are perfect in, in, in him, in mm -hmm. him. But here we are today as human beings on the earth. And therefore, you know, we're not perfect in that way. Um, and we need to be willing to be vulnerable. Um, and in order to gain a strong sense of love and belonging and the belief that we're worthy, um, we need to remain vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's just the truth. And vulnerability is so difficult. Yes. Cause are you going to laugh at me if I do X, Y, or Z? Yeah. Are you going to reject me? Are you still going to love me? Are you still going to help me? Yeah. Are you going to go, are you going to judge me? Right. Or even if you judge me, are you still going to love me? Right? right. In the end. In the end. You know, does it come down to, you know, I am love and therefore um, my reaction to you is going to be um, uh, what? One of, <laughs> one of grace and mercy. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully grace and mm -hmm. mercy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we need to treat ourselves kindly. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another thing. And, uh, we need to let go of who and what we thought we would be. Yes. Or what we think we should be or, according yes. to this ruler. Exactly. Or this plumb line or this list of goals. Yeah. We need to be willing to let go of that stuff. And look stupid. <laughs> and look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or look like, what are they doing now? What are they doing now? I don't understand what's happening. Um, yeah, but we need to do that. Be willing to let go so that God can love us and we can love others completely mm -hmm. as a whole person. And it's scary to let go of your vulnerabilities you know, like, your weaknesses to someone yeah yeah mm -hmm. and your goals and your mm -hmm. your dreams and your ideas like mm -hmm. i'm not saying don't have goals and don't have dreams um those are mm -hmm. good and it's important to use your sanctified imagination to create those goals and dreams however mm -hmm. it doesn't always go the way we want it to go mm -hmm. or what we thought it would look like even yeah we're maybe we're maybe pliable to a certain point but then we're like oh, okay <laughs> yeah because you know the way that god works is very um surprising mm -hmm. you know and he, always it's always surprising and so when we we will end up expecting one thing one way and he'll still give it to us but he might give it to us a totally different way yes than we thought we would get it yes you know whatever it and, is and a lot of times from the least likely source or place or origin or whatever right because mm -hmm. he uses the weak to confound and the wise <laughs> oh like, yeah yeah so so i think that's the part where we need to just be super flexible um, again, God's going to honor our dreams and our hopes. He mm -hmm. puts the desires in our hearts already. already. So 
He just wants to do it his way. He Yeah, he's got his way to do it, and we just kind of need to roll with it. Um, but again, you, you know, we have to maintain a space of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a hard one. Mm -hmm. It's a real hard one. It, it really is. Uh, there's I have many of those stories. <laughs> However, we're we're still we're still never going to be uh, completely. Oh gosh, I don't know. In in human human carnal mind way, perfect in the way we think it should be. And God loves. See, that's the thing. God loves us right where we are. He takes care of us right where we are. And what we don't understand often, actually the weakness makes us a lot of times more approachable, mm -hmm. way more approachable. I have a friend and I know he wouldn't mind me speaking. He has uh, a weak arm uh, that happened to him at birth. So it's kind of noticeable. And he struggled with it, of course, but he realizes that it makes him approachable. And he can reach people that he wouldn't be able to otherwise be approach, approachable to or help or it's enter true. into their life. or So whatever, whatever those weaknesses are, a lot of times we don't understand it makes us approachable. Mm -hmm. It makes us more... Um, it just puts us in places we wouldn't otherwise be able to go. Like how many people can approach the president of the United States probably? Right. Especially living with, I don't know how many millions of people in this country specifically. Yeah. He's quote unquote in our eyes or a presidential way, all powerful. He doesn't need us or he's not going to listen. And that's what happens. We don't, uh, we look at people as well. I can't speak to them. I can't get to them. I, how am I going to get that? Or that's how we think. It is. It is. And uh, a lot of times it's not even noticeable. And I have a personal experience with that because I, because of some, some medical conditions that I, I fight, um, sometimes I'm in a wheelchair and when I'm in a wheelchair, more people talk to me. Yes. You yeah, know, when, crazy? out in public. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like they, they are not worried about talking to me. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and it also, the, uh, the illnesses also have now connected me to a whole new world mm -hmm. of people living with illnesses and disabilities mm -hmm. that I never understood before. Yes. I, you know, I didn't even know it was out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did, but I didn't, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I knew people were sick, people were in wheelchairs, people have um, mental issues, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't part of it. Mm -hmm. And when I became part of it, mm -hmm. I realized that I was then able to minister to other people mm -hmm. that I normally wouldn't have even had access to. Correct. And now suddenly I have access to these people. And these are the people in our world that are hurting. Yes. Yes. And there's, yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I, I will share a, a little bit of a story of mine just very briefly. I actually was homeless for six months and um, we got to talk to people on the street. Mm -hmm. We got to talk to people that shouldn't have been there. And uh, I believe I'm going to write a book. Uh, God already gave me the title, which was exciting. It's not going to come out yet. However, I was able to see a whole nother part of the world 
and understand to a greater degree all my heart was always for people like that you know uh and then you find out what a lot of times real life's about in a whole different manner you know um that housing food clothing are super important not that i've ever been a materialistic person however now i have a whole different avenue of ministry yeah it's a whole yeah. different level of um respect yes for for the people yes. because people who are and i'm speaking about myself here you know people who are have illnesses people who are um you know challenged in any way we we already are vulnerable yes you know yes. and and there's this this level of vulnerability where we can be taken advantage of and we yes. can be hurt yes and so that's why it's hard to remain vulnerable and a lot of people get hard-hearted yes in the situation yes. because they're just protecting themselves yes from being hurt um and it's it's really sad yeah. it, you know it is really sad so anyway vulnerability i i really you know this is a, a deep subject for me and we've been talking about vulnerability for a couple weeks now um and just how vulnerability is attached to shame and how it's attached to our worthiness and the fact that we are enough um, we were we are created perfect in God's eyes thank you Jesus and um, yeah yeah I think I'm gonna read a scripture are we there Can yeah we do that? let's do it uh, this one came up while we were talking uh, this is the new international version this is 2nd Corinthians 12 9 through 11 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on me that is why for christ's sake i delight in weaknesses in insults hardships persecutions in difficulties for when i am weak then i am strong verse 11 i have made a fool of myself but you drove me to it i ought to have been commended by you for i am not in the least inferior to the super apostles even though i am nothing now this is paul the apostle paul speaking so nine nine through nine and ten are really talking about what we're speaking of so if we want to walk in the grace and that favor the power is in our weakness mm -hmm. because he gets the glory and that's super hard for us to understand it's hard and these verses come just after paul talking about the thorn in his flesh yes. and the fact that he asked god three times at least to get rid of it to please take it away and this thorn in his flesh was he says the messenger from satan and God said, and that's where God said, isn't my grace sufficient for you? Yes. So God's like, I'm not going to take away the thorn in the flesh. You're going to have to deal with it. Yep. And in your weakness, I am then strong in you. Yes. And that, I mean, that verse for me has been something that I've really leaned on a lot. Mm -hmm. Because of this, mm -hmm. you know, illness that has been... Uh, almost well uh, half my life yes. I've been dealing with this mm -hmm. and um, 
I was I was only diagnosed a few years ago, but I was dealing with the symptoms and the result, you know, the uh, the results of it. But um, yeah, and I I think when we are sick or have some mental challenges or whatever it is, um, the vulnerability we just are. Mm-hmm. We just are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We are, and as a Christian who walks in love, we need to be really careful. We need to be super careful how we look at our brothers and sisters, whatever they're going through. Uh, Hopefully you're all praying for them. Hopefully you can have that compassion um, because any one of us could be in any kind of a situation at any point in our life. Um, And God is the one who's gonna get the credit for it. And that's kind of hard for us to take in However, in the kingdom, we're going to have way more authority, power, influence, and we're going to be able to minister on a, on a much more, uh, uh, yeah, here we go with the bad grammar. <laughs> much morest. I won't, I won't take the, the, the Pastor Danny Carroll uh, talk. It's hilarious. But anyways, <laughs> much more. Much, uh, much better. <laughs> Deeper love. How's that? There you go. <laughs> I'm only saying all that because he was an English teacher and he used to purposely say incorrect grammar, uh, but it was always funny. People would make comments, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was always a, fun, a funny thing with, with a pastor who would speak incorrect grammar on purpose it was just funny he was just funny he he was he, he was is, always he is funny he's a he's a mm-hmm. funny guy i love him oh my goodness yeah so uh i think i think we're done here gosh we've we've kind of gone everywhere with this vulnerability but um again just want to remind you to send us your risky faith stories to hardwired365 at gmail.com because we want to share them, and it would be fun. Yes, it'd be totally fun. Because, you know, so... you're, when you share, too, it's like you're being vulnerable. Exactly. And you understand, and there's you have a lot more uh, camaraderie than you realize with, with the God stuff and just being human. Exactly. And we have our, we are kingdomites. Yes, we are. We are together. We're a tribe. Yes. And um, we can be vulnerable with each other. Amen. And honor each other's experiences, no matter what they are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so visit our website. Again, it's hardwiredforlife.com. And uh, so. All of our social media sites. Social media sites, yeah, all of those things. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. And, and support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. That, that would be very cool. We could, we could use that. Let's spread so, the word. Be you and share you. Bye. Bye.